maybe we're approaching dieting with the wrong mindset. Maybe you need to look at it in a different form. Let's learn some more. Building spirituality, family, health, and business. This is The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant. All right. Hey, Giant Builders. Welcome. I am so glad that you are here. And I just want to remind you, we have two new pages to the website. It's thegiantbuilders.com. We have a media page now, which shares all the books that our guests have written. And so that's one place. And then there's a link below it. So if you want to review their episode, you can do that. And then we have a sponsor page and I would love for you to visit sponsor page and see the who is helping us share with you. So that's that. That's my little commercial. <laughs> Today we have Alicia Carlson. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Hi, Lewis. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fine. A little chilly, but I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Alicia Carlson. I live in Oregon. I've got two kids, a husband, a couple of dogs who are oftentimes gathered around my feet when I'm working from home. Um, I do work that is really centered around helping women work on their relationships to themselves, to their bodies, to food and exercise. Um, but so much of that, if you would believe it, has very little to do. I mean, it's not super little with the exercise and the nutrition, but that is probably far less of the issue than, you know, maybe more of being able to cultivate cultivate a sense of work-life balance, setting and keeping boundaries, uh, which really, you know, so much of that kind of starts in our minds and what we believe and that in turn kind of informs our behaviors, our habits and our patterns. So I take a holistic non-diet approach in my work. Um, so it really is a blend of kind of health and life coaching together. All right. So you have to tell me more about this non-diet thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, we always hear, oh, you should be dieting and all that. So how do you do a non-diet? Yes. Um, it's so interesting, actually, because I feel like I was just having this conversation with somebody else yesterday. And I think, I mean, obviously, I cannot speak from the perspective of a man, but I know as women, we are constantly inundated with messaging that is telling us that we should, you know, always be trying to lose weight, you know, even if it's just a couple of pounds or, we always need to be working on improving or fixing our bodies in some way. And so the non-diet approach really was kind of birthed out of my own personal lived experience of feeling like I was always dieting, always trying to lose weight or trying to keep the weight off. And then seeing my clients go through the same struggle where, you know, they could be doing great, making amazing changes to their nutrition, you know, working out, being more active doing all of these things that are great for them, but then they would hop on the scale and be so discouraged, so deflated because what was happening on the scale didn't really feel like it was matching the level of effort that they were putting in. And I really got tired of seeing my clients go through that. I think the straw that really broke the camel's back was me standing in my kitchen 
taking before pictures again, after, you know, I've already, I have a, a bachelor's in exercise science. I, I've studied nutrition for years. I had all of this education, all of this knowledge and just feeling like, why does it feel like I'm always kind of starting over? Why does it feel like I'm always fighting with my body, fighting with the scale? And for me as a Christian, I believe that that was kind of this moment where the Holy Spirit just whispered, it's because you've been dieting this whole time and calling it a lifestyle, which really stopped me dead in my tracks and had me kind of evaluating the way that I approached food, the way that I was approaching exercise. And I think it's become much more apparent that it's not necessarily about what we're doing, but more kind of the heart posture and the mind set, the frame of mind that we're approaching it from. Oh, all right. Expand on that for me. Yeah. So, I mean, a, a great example, right? It's like, I tell people, I'm like, when it comes to a diet, like you can follow whatever diet you want to, whether that's keto, whether it's vegetarian or vegan so or many whatever. To choose from. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I don't really care what type of diet you want to follow, but the way that you approach that is going to determine your success with it. Right. So it's like a lot of times when we are thinking about you know, getting in shape or whatever, we think that we have to start with everything like full tilt, that we have to go super extreme on the workouts, really be extreme in our eating. A lot of times people tend to approach these changes through the lens of like, I'll do it until I reach the goal. And then we sort of think, even if it's subconsciously, as soon as I reach the goal, I can kind of go back to the way that I was eating before, but that's not going to work. Right. Right. And so oftentimes, especially when it comes to food, there's a lot of restriction around it. There's a lot of deprivation, you know, feeling deprived around food because, oh, now all of a sudden I can't have these foods rather than telling yourself, you know, I could have whatever food I wanted to, but maybe right now I'm choosing not to eat that, or I'm choosing to eat less of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really it's the way that we approach it is how we're thinking about food, the feelings that sort of come up from those thoughts. And then that's going to really inform the action and ultimately those results. Okay. All right. I grasp it. All right. So tell me a little bit, like, what's your first meeting? What does your process look like? Yeah. So, I mean, initially I I do a consult with all potential clients, right? I want to make sure that it's a good fit for them. It's a good fit for me that we're going to click at least somewhat personality wise. Um, And then you know, we go through kind of a consult process there. And then on our initial meeting is really where we kind of get a little bit of a deeper dive. So of course, on your consult, you've told me some goals, some things that you're wanting to work on. Mm -hmm. But then in that initial meeting, it really is like going a few layers deeper, like, you know, why is this important to you? If we could kind of really look at making a radical shift in the next 12 months, what is that going to look like for you? When you think 30 years down the road, how do you want to look back on this period of your life or like what's really going to matter to you? So it's really taking people into kind of the future of, okay, if you were living the life that you want to be living, what does that look like? How do we start to kind of fold that and implement that now? 
Um, I like to, you know, that's kind of is the North star. So it's sort of is taking the consult and expanding on that stuff a little bit more. Um, of course, it's me also kind of getting to know my clients a little bit. And typically, you know, I would say within the first probably two to three meetings with a client, you can really start to pinpoint a lot of the, I don't know if paradigm is the right word, but you can really start to pick out like the perfectionistic tendencies um, the, the women, especially that are really high achievers can be really hard on themselves. They feel like they have to do everything at once, um, and that they have to do it all perfectly. Right. So it has to be a 60 minute workout. I have to be following this. I have to be doing all of these things. Oh, and by the way, I still need to take care of my family. So I feel like within those first couple of meetings, you can really start to pick out some of that habitual pattern. Um, and then for me too, you know, a lot of times in that first meeting or two, it's tell me a little bit more about what you experienced growing up. So if we're talking about food and dieting and weight and things like that, what was modeled for you by the, the role models or the women in your life? Or for a lot of, a lot of women, it's what did you hear your dad say? Or, or those influential male figures, you know, how are they talking to your mom about her body, about her weight or talking about other women? Because too, like a lot of that stuff kind of gets internalized and that informs kind of the right, you know, the quote unquote, right and wrong way for us to have a body. And so I think, you know, doing kind of a high level, let's just sort of look back and like, what are kind of the, the consistent themes that you notice really helps us understand Okay, is that something we want to keep operating from, or is it maybe time to give that operating system a reboot? All right. So, what type of person? Because we're we're blindsided by this diet thing. I think we all are. So, how? What kind of mindset do we need to change to to be a good connection for you? Um, I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, are you willing to challenge some of the current beliefs and the way that you have approached, you know, weight loss or weight maintenance or, um, you know, living a healthier lifestyle in the past, right? Because if you come and you're so set in your ways and it's hard sometimes to really kind of break up with the diet mentality, because it is something that for the most part you've been sort of immersed in your entire life. You have your family of origin, you have the media, you have kind of the messaging of the world, Um, you know, but it's like, if you don't really want to change the way that you're looking at those things, then it's going to be a lot of us kind of butting heads or a lot of you trying to do things in a new way, but still thinking about it and operating from that old mindset. So I think, you know, really it's, it's, are you coachable? Are you open to kind of exploring how you've been doing things and really be in somewhat of a vulnerable position to kind of question it, to challenge it, to poke holes in it, Mm -hmm. um, in order to be able to start to adopt and build up some new, new patterns of thought and habit and things of that nature. Okay. So like, what kind of new habits would I be looking forward to? I mean, that is, I would say, you know, for the most part, 
pretty consistently, my clients are wanting to engage in more physical activity. So they're wanting to get more exercise or just more daily movement in, and they're wanting to eat healthier. Now, you know, that's obviously is very ambiguous. Our brain likes concrete. It likes, you know, the more detail we can be, the better that is for kind of that rational part of our brain. So when people are like, yeah, I want to lose some weight. I want to lose maybe 20 pounds. I want to eat healthier. I want to exercise more Then I'm going to ask you, okay, what does that 20 pounds represent to you? Like why 20 pounds? Okay. And usually for people, the weight that they want to lose kind of reminds them of a point in time that is kind of like their highlight reel of their life. Um, that then when we start to peel that back a little bit, it's like, well, but you know, all of these other things were happening or I was super stressed. I wasn't really eating that well. I was exercising all the time. So it's like, okay, is that really what you want to go back to? So really exploring that weight goal. Let's get super clear. Like what does eating healthier mean for you? Um, for most people, they probably could stand to eat some more vegetables, maybe looking at eating some less highly processed foods or less eating out. Um, a lot of my clients it's, you know, yeah, I feel like I eat out a lot and I just, I, I want to make more home cooked meals. So I would say the habits typically are going to be engaging in some sort of physical activity, most, if not every day of the week, even if it's walking. Um, and then I really focus on kind of basic nutrition principles. So it's eating slowly. It's being more mindful. It's kind of listening to your body's hunger and fullness cues and making decisions about your portions based on that um, rather than, okay, here's a calorie count or here's a macro count. Here's a meal plan. Just implement it. Right. So it's really is about putting my clients in the driver's seat. We're in the new year and we all have those new year resolutions. How can we like really focus in going into that process? Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's just, again, it's looking at it differently. So deciding, you know, this is something that I'm wanting to do for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So really we can kind of take the um, pressure off of having a finish line, right. Of I have to lose this weight by this date. And so kind of put the weight loss goal, even though this seems very counterintuitive, sort of set it on the shelf. Like, yes, this is something that you're kind of working on, but what I notice is when people are highly obsessed about that specific goal, that really informs a lot of the behavior. And so you'll see people get really strict or they kind of go into the all or nothing thinking, you know, they're all in, they're all on, and then they hop on the scale, don't see it moving, decide it doesn't work, and then they bail. Um, so really, you know, it's looking at what could I do? Could I see myself doing this for the rest of my life? Right. If it's every morning waking up at 5 a.m. for a 60 minute workout, is that something that you truly can commit to forever? Right. And so it's looking at is this a lifestyle? Is this something I can do forever? Looking at how you're approaching it. So, again, are you looking at it through that diet perspective of kind of the all or nothing thinking? A lot of times you'll see people kind of reward themselves for being good on their diet all week with, you know, maybe a weekend of, sort of chaotic eating, uh, <laughs> really working on your relationship to food. So this is the way that you think about food, processing through some of the, the stories and the things that you were taught as a kid and things that you've picked up kind of through diet culture. 
And then I think really at the end of the day, it's working on your relationship to yourself, because especially when we are talking about like a weight loss goal or a money goal in somebody's business, a lot of times our identity, our self-worth and our value get sort of wrapped up into that. So it's being able to kind of peel that apart and recognizing that you don't need to lose weight to be more lovable, to be more valuable, more worthy, or more enough, just like you don't need to make more money to do that. Right. So it's, it's would be kind of those things is where I would navigate people. So how often do you meet with a client? I typically meet with my clients once a week. Okay. Yeah. Well, any closing thoughts? Um, I mean, again, I think just kind of echoing it, I think if you are somebody that has kind of tried the whole diet thing, and maybe you've tried multiple times, like every time thinking that the next diet is going to be the magic pill, or this is going to finally be the thing that works, um, keeping in mind, and this could potentially sound a little bit brutal, but it's like the person that jumps from relationship to root. For, to different relationships, yeah. always pointing out the flaws and thinking about what the other person did wrong and not really recognizing that they were kind of the common factor. And so I don't say that to say that you were the wrong one. And truthfully, a lot of the ways that diets are kind of set up is it is to sort of make us fail. So don't take that on yourself, but it is looking at, okay, if I'm really wanting to make different, you know, some lasting changes, I'm going to maybe have to approach this differently. Like maybe I'm going to have to be the person that changes and not necessarily kind of keep jumping from diet to diet to diet. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Pointing to the person. <laughs> yes. Which yeah. is oftentimes the hardest thing yeah. to look at, yeah. right? Cause it's it is so much easier. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> and not that ice cream I ate after I ate my diet food. <laughs> yes. But it's really looking at, you know, why did you eat the ice cream? Right. So it's like, there's a lot of insight and wisdom that you can glean from looking at your behaviors and your patterns. Um, but we miss a lot of that when we're looking at ourself or our behavior through kind of a judgmental or a shameful lens. So it's like, oh yeah, I notice, you know, consistently this week, I've been grabbing that ice cream. Like after I feel like I've had a, a day of like eating well and making good choices and, you know, doing all of these things. So what's going on there, right? It's like, let's get really curious about why do you feel like you need to finish the day with a bowl of ice cream or whatever? Um, and then that's going to really help you, you know, when you gain that awareness and that understanding, that's going to help you kind of determine what needs tweaking. Maybe you're not eating enough throughout the day. Maybe you're, you get to the end of the day and you feel wiped out, exhausted, super stressed because you haven't had time to kind of decompress throughout the day. And so your brain is looking for that relief. So again, you know, it's, it's be curious, try not to judge yourself or be too hard on yourself and really see what you can learn from you in the process. Oh, that was great. I love the, I love all that insight that you have as far as that was great information. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, all right. Um, I won't eat my ice cream tonight. <laughs> 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 so thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So giant builders, we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening. This has been 
The Giant Builders with Lois Wyant.